The Today's Homeowner Radio Podcast is brought to you by The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welcome to Today's Homeowner with Danny Lipford, your partner in home improvement. Everyone has questions about their home. We've got the answers, and we have a few laughs along the way. Informative, entertaining, and sometimes off the wall. Home improvement has never been this much fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Today's Homeowner Radio Show. Danny Lipford here along with my buddy Joe Truini. A lot of things that we want to share with you in this first hour. We're going to talk about scored concrete floors. You know, they've been popular for a long, long time, but how do you remove residue when it gets on it that took place after you had a rug on it a while? It's a little more of a challenge than you might think. Also, we're going to try to help a homeowner solve a real window mystery. This one really has us really needing to ask some questions. There's really something going on there. We're going to figure that one out. Also, another tip will make your home more comfortable this winter. Of course, we've got a lot of great emails that came in this week, and Joe's been working all week long on a simple solution. Joe, give us a little hint of what you've been working on all week. Didn't take me all week, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a simple solution. And Danny, this one I think is rather timely. If you're planning on getting a live Christmas tree for your home, I have a couple of tips on how to make sure that lasts nice and fresh throughout the entire holiday season. Boy, that's very timely. And I hope everybody's Christmas plans are coming together. Uh, a lot of times uh, people can get a little stressed because maybe their list is a little longer than it needs to be. Have some right, fun. Yeah. Remember what's important. You know, don't beat yourself up if you didn't get all your decorations out. Just make sure you you plan on some time for yourself and certainly your family. Hey, we want to help you during this time and all the time. We only have four more shows left, so you have plenty of time, though, to ask us any question, make any comment, any thought that you might want to share with us, you can send us an email anytime at todayshomeowner.com slash ask, or pick up the phone and call us on the Today's Homeowner hotline 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 800-946-4420. Joe, I um, have uh, had a number of people, of course, wonderful calls, wonderful emails and so forth, congratulating on my um, upcoming uh, retirement, but they keep asking me, well, what's Joe going to do? What's Joe going to do? I said, well, (laughs) Joe's got a lot going on on his own, but maybe you should tell people what your plans are moving forward. I'm just going to follow Danny around. Um, whatever, he, whatever he's doing, I'll be right behind him. It sounds like he's having a very he, he got a head start on his retirement. Be, be like Gus. When are we going to fishing? When are we going to fishing? When are we going to fishing? <laughs> yeah, you're, I'm not eating, so when are we going fishing? <laughs> when, when you're a young boy like that, it's either eating or going outside and doing something. Um, no, I'm going to try to stay busy. You know, I'm still writing. I'm still testing tools for certain manufacturers, and um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of continuing with a. A podcast, um, you know, home improvement podcast Good. as the radio show finally shuts down in a, what's that, the very end of December, I guess, right? Later and this I can month. be your guest from time to time. Yeah, that could oh, work you hadn't out. Really thought, yeah. oh, I see yeah. by your face you didn't think that one through. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just trying to figure out if you're going to have uh, cell service on, on your boat as you're out there fishing with your grandson. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to, you know, I'm, 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 I'm getting ready to retire anyway, to tell you the truth. I'm just, uh, it's like, a battery running down, you know, it's like, okay, you know, everybody I know is either retiring or passing away. Unfortunately, you know, everyone I've been in this industry now since 1983. So it's been a while. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, there's a few irons in the fire, you know, I'm, I can always do another book, you know? Sure. Um, I was thinking about that. Yeah. 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 I mean, the shed, I've done like three shed books. I'm so probably ready for another one of those. Um, but you and I'll be in touch. So I'm sure, 
um, I'll let you know of anything that's happening. What about you? What about you? When do you officially retire? Well, end of the year, of course, uh, the um, radio show will um, will wrap up then. But still, yeah. you know, um, I'll be kind of maintaining and working on all of our streaming platforms and continuing right. yeah. to expand more and more of those. And that's, you know, not as, uh, uh, as intense or hard work as I've done the last uh, 25 years with um, having to produce the, the television show and right. radio right. show. So, you know, we'll we'll work on that. Today's homeowner.com. Still a lot of things going on there that we'll be doing, our social media, and of course, helping Chelsea out anytime she needs on checking in with Chelsea.com. Right. So, you know, it's uh, still my toes in the water, but not my whole, I'm not <laughs> fully immersed. <laughs> you used to only see the top of his head. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> Fl- but, flailing around under the water. But I mentioned we've gotten a number of emails and calls. Got a call just yesterday from from um, one of our um, station. Uh, well, actually, he's the president of Thunderbolt Broadcast, Paul Tinkle. I met okay. Paul many, many years ago, well-respected throughout all of the broadcast world, especially on the radio side of things uh, at several stations, including WCMT. That's been a wonderful station of ours in um, South Fulton, Tennessee, and uh, just a fine, fine gentleman. And he took the time to give me a call to let uh, let let him know how uh, he'll miss us and how oh, he loved great. our positive way to deliver home improvement information. He wanted me to sp- uh, make sure I told you hello. And uh, it was you. just a great call. I kept, you know, a lot of times people will call and you go, right, right. Waiting for the, but <laughs> let me tell you why I called really, you know, but uh, he didn't get to the, but it was a positive conversation. And that's one of many that I've received. And, and I appreciate that. I appreciate a, you know, a little pat on the back every now and then that, sure. uh, that the things we've stuck to and, and the, way we wanted to deliver home improvement information has worked and it allowed us to build the largest home improvement radio show in the United States. And uh, that's pretty cool to kind of go out on top. And we certainly hope that uh, you'll continue, you know, checking with us on all of our streaming platforms. Today's homeowner.com's stream is where you can find out where you can see almost 600 episodes of today's homeowner, but um, a lot, uh, a lot for us all to be proud of and a little bittersweet, but still it's going to, we're going to make sure that these next four weeks are fantastic. Yeah, change is always bittersweet, right? But it's inevitable. You know, I mean, how long are you going to stay on TV? Another year, another five years, another 10 years at some point, right? You're going to retire. So I think you're smart to shut it down while you're, you got your whole life ahead of you still. You got grandkids that want to spend more and more time with you. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, it is bittersweet, but we're going out, I think, um, with no regrets. And you know, right. what, what more could you ask for? That's right. And, and a lot of people have asked, you know, um, you know, um, you know, are we going to continue with the show in some manner? You know, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of work and yeah. it takes a lot of people to put together uh, television and radio shows and and that kind of thing. So uh, it's uh, kind of hard to, uh, to keep it going kind of, uh, you know, in, in a reduced fashion. So that's why we've kind of restructured everything and going in the right direction with it. But uh, but uh, we've we've got a lot of information out there and a lot of uh, things on today's homeowner.com as well as all of the the past episodes and some of the past episodes are most all of the past episodes are really holding up very well it is kind yeah. of interesting to see how it evolved a little bit and how the show you know used to um, follow one big remodeling project and right. it gravitated to where it was you know covering more of the small real manageable projects and that's where our ratings really took off people love those manageable kind of weekend projects that uh, are fairly um, you know able to be managed pretty well. Yeah, and we show that 
you don't have to spend twenty, thirty thousand dollars to change the look of a room or the feeling of a house or the outside of your house. You know, it's these sometimes these small projects, even though they don't take that much time um, or, or cost that much money, they have a large impact. Right. We often talk about like just straightening up your mailbox and painting your front door. You know, mm-hmm. something as simple right. as That's that. Right. You know, if mm-hmm. your mailbox is leaning over for one reason or another, um, and anything to do with sprucing up a room, even the popularity of accent walls and bedrooms. I mean, mm-hmm. it's gone That's through right. the roof. People are still calling about that. And what is that? It's painting one wall in your bedroom a different color. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like how much is how much time does that take? You, you know, another thing that I've seen, and, and we've done a lot of this on, on our television shows and some of our short videos and so forth, is being able to paint successfully just about anything these days. Right. You know, yeah. the idea of painting plastic in the past, hey, that's not going to last a week. Now they have spray paint that's formulated to paint plastic. And there's a lot of plastic in and around our house, the different type of chairs, you know, kind of fiberglass type chairs, all of that kind of plastic um, type material. And now you can change the color of it, even, um, you know, containers that you're planting pots in and so forth. You can lightly right. sand yeah. that, use the right paint. And then what really blew me away a few years ago is when they came out with the hammered finish oh, yeah. for certain yeah. uh, like fixtures and things like that. Yeah. Some certain like uh, I know we did one with a fixture right outside the entry door. You know, a wall mounted fixture, and that's yeah, uh, that's amazing. On my mailbox, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. How, how do they how do they figure that out? What yeah. how do they get that? How do they get that to come out of there like that? Do they have well, a little spending all their free time fishing? That's all they're, they're thinking. They're thinking about other a, stuff, unlike you and me. It's pretty good stuff right there. I like that. So <laughs> and you know if, and and if you paint things right, you know the sanding and the prep and the wiping it down and then several light coats instead of one heavy coat don't you know get in a hurry that can really make a big big difference we've got a lot to share with you on this week's show uh, including a few stories uh, of things that have happened over the years we've got a really cool story from a sweet lady named ricky who happens to be joe's mother-in-law you're going to want to hear this it blew me away you're listening (laughs) to today's homeowner radio don't go anywhere we'll be right back Today's homeowner is brought to you by The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Over the years, we've been so fortunate here at Today's Homeowner Radio to have some of the most fantastic radio stations in the country airing our show each and every week. Just like WVTSAM 1240 in Dunbar, West Virginia. Hello to everybody there in the Mountain State. Hope everything's going well, and we want to hear from you. You know what to do. Go on the computer and send us an email anytime. Todayshomeowner.com slash ask, or you can pick up the phone. 800-946-4420 is the Today's Homeowner Hotline. That's where we're going right now. Jen's on the line. Jen, welcome to the show and tell us what's going on around your house. Hi, Joe. Hi, Danny. Yes. Um, well, <laughs> I, um, I bought my house in 2014. I have scoring floors, concrete mm-hmm. scoring floors in my house. Mm-hmm. And um, being so hard, I used a lot of area rugs for spots in it. Right. And I used that rubber matting that goes underneath rugs to help keep from sliding and to mm-hmm. also get some cushion. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyways, so over time, that matting has stuck to my floor. And when I re- tried to remove some of the area rugs, it was a residue left behind from that rubber matting. And I have tried everything to get it off to the point where I've damaged some of my floors. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I have tried everything under the sun to get it off. I've got 
gone with steam. I've soaked it in hot, warm, soapy water. I have used Gugon. I have used WD-40. I have used just everything you can imagine. And it, oh, boy. Just, yeah, it ruined my floors and especially my bathroom. And before I do the rest, and in every rug in my house. And so I want to know, how can I get this residue off and how can I repair the damage I've done? Well, I, I'll tell you, repairing the damage that might already be there is going to be tough because it. Uh, now, you, you say they're scored floors, so they, they, but they also have a finish on them, like an acid wash or some type of yes. um, clear sealer on it. I assume. Yes. Okay. All right. Because that, that's probably what the damage part is. It makes it a little harder to repair, especially if it has a acid stain or some type of stain on it, because that's kind of it's kind of delicate as far as the overall look of it. Now, to remove the adhesive, there's a number of um, adhesive lifters. Now, what you've already used are many of the things that we would suggest that are usually very successful. But, Joe, it seems like I remember in your research you came up with, with, a, with a product. I want to say it's from uh, the... Uh, very old company, Henry, that you're That's talking right. about an yep. adhesive lifter is that, or a release. Is that right? That's exactly right. Yeah, Jen, I agree with Danny. You've tried everything we typically recommend because um, you don't want to cause any more damage. So you start with some some of the ideas you had. Um, but yeah, there's a company called Henry. The product is called Easy Release Adhesive Remover. And it works on almost any adhesive and any surface. Now, since uh, you've got a scored concrete surface that has a clear top coat and a stain below. I'm not sure, you know, what this adhesive remover will do to that, um, but it doesn't matter at this point. If it gets the adhesive off and you have to then restain or at least put on a clear top coat, then that'd be okay. At least it won't be damaging the concrete. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I would just look up Henry Easy Release Adhesive Remover, find out where you can get it. You can go to their website and they probably have a list of retailers. I know Home Depot carries their products, whether they carry that specific product or not, I'm not sure. But if they don't, they could certainly order it for you, as long as they're ordering Henry products. Um, so I, I would try that, because at this point, you do have to move to a commercial adhesive remover. Hmm. I'm sorry that you have this problem with all yeah, your rugs. Me I mean, too. What's That's the point of making a rubber matting for a rug if it's going to stick to the floor? I agree. That's wrong. Maybe that's how they make it non-slip. But that doesn't make, that, that's just awful. Um, sorry you have that problem. Obviously, don't use that kind of mat again. Oh, no, no, no. I, um, that will not be a second mistake. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Henry, huh? Henry, yep. All right. Well, I will look into that, and, and I'll let you guys know how it works out. Yeah, please do. Okay, that sounds good, I'm sure good, there are Jens. other people leaning in because they have stuff Absolutely. stuck on their floor. They're trying to figure out how to get off. So good luck with that, Jen. Yeah, thanks for being with us on the show this week. I do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, you take care. Yeah, that's always a oh, that ease of being sucked to floors like that. And, you know, I'll tell you, talking about remembering things, I've had so yeah. many wonderful journeys and stories over the years. But one, I, 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 we just laughed and had the greatest time, uh, Joe. I was, uh, I know I was in um, New York to do um, a segment on the early show that I right, did CBS, almost right? 200 yeah. times there. And and uh, so we uh, talked about that you were going to be in the city. You live in Connecticut. You were going to be in the city and, yep. and suggested us get together for dinner. And along, uh, you brought Ricky and tell That's us right. a little bit about your mother-in-law, Ricky. This was this is a real. That was a really cool night. Yeah, it was very spontaneous too. I happened to be in the city at the same time Danny was. I live about two hours outside the city, and my mother-in-law, Ricky Johnson, lives in the city in, in Manhattan, where my wife grew up, and she still lives in the same. 
townhome that the, all the kids grew up in. My wife's one of seven. If you can imagine raising seven kids in Manhattan, oh you know, <laughs> people used to stop at the house in the morning to see if they could register their kids because they thought it was a daycare. <laughs> my mother-in-law said, no, these are all my kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, Rick, Ricky and, and Danny, um, and if I remember correctly, we, we found like a rooftop bar. It was in the summer. Sure. We were up on the sure, top sure of a did. building and, and, in Times Square. Yeah. And, and I think I took the elevator and Ricky walked up the stairs. I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah. which, at that it's point, impressive she was probably, because, yeah, yeah. Ricky is going to be, she's 99 right now. We have a birthday planned for her in, in early March. Her birthday's wow. in February. Um, her 100th birthday is coming up. And her dad, my wife's grandfather, lived to be 100. So, How about that? Wow. Yeah, those Sicilians are, they're tough. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, she uh, she worked for CBS. Danny had a lot to talk about with Ricky because they were both working for CBS at the time. She worked for CBS for, I think, like 65 years, something crazy like that. It was well over 60 years. But when you're talking about some stories oh, and, she can, and, and she's not pretentious and bragging about things, but no. just huh? um, ma a matter of fact, she did make up for some of the most famous people yep. uh, in, in the world. And she kept little journals of, uh, you know, um, you know, what kind of makeup they used and probably a few side notes if they were sure. pleasant or not. Yeah. But she didn't share all of that with us. But but one of the most unique stories, I think she she said one time and she told the story so cool. There's a so I was on my way to work over at 57th Street, uh, where the main CBS studios are, yep. and a person that, uh, you know, supervised and everything, no, 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 you, you, you need to head over to the Ed Sullivan Theater because uh, there's something special going on. There's some group over there coming in from England, and they need you to take care of their um, makeup. So get over there. I said, okay, whatever. So she goes over there. It's quite crowded, as you can imagine, and you know who I'm speaking of. That's she right. goes in and does the makeup for the Beatles on their very first appearance on the Ed Sullivan show. And keep in mind, it was black and white. Yeah. So she, you know, would use certain makeup and so forth. And so she took care of every makeup and it was time for Paul McCartney. Well, Paul McCartney says, I'm sorry, you're not putting that eyeliner on me at all. Well, no, no, no. This, If you don't, you can't see on the black and white. Well, you're not putting that eyeliner on me. Not not arrogant, but just, right. no. So, all right, that's so fine, whatever. All right. Fast forward 50 years, broadcast center, in yep. walks Sir Paul McCartney at a special gathering to be on 60 Minutes for um, the uh, to acknowledge the 50 year anniversary of them appearing on the Ed Sullivan Show. Right. He walks in. He's shaking hands here with the with the big wigs, and across the way there's Ricky. He goes, "Hey, I'm still not getting that eyeliner on my eyes." So That's 50 right. years later, 50, uh, Paul McCartney remembers her. Yeah, she was a makeup artist on 60 Minutes for and for the Saturday morning, what's the, the Sunday morning early show or whatever it's uh -huh. called, uh -huh. um, for, I don't know, like 50 years. Yeah, and she saw Paul McCartney 50 years later, and he said, I remember you're the one who tried to put eyeliner on. <laughs> like, what are the chances? And, Is that and, the craziest thing? And the thing? producers around there said, wait a minute, wait a minute. What You, you know her? How? And they told yeah. the quick story, and they went um, just the next day or so, and they did a story on Ricky. Ricky Johnson, you That's can look right. it up on uh, CBS.com, um, and they did a special um, online thing, and it is precious. So if you get a chance, Ricky Johnson, CBS uh, news.com, and you'll be able to see that very special story that, uh, that Joe gets to hear as much as he wants when he yeah, heads over for Sunday it. dinner and so going to be hearing it very soon. Yeah. My <laughs> wife still laments the fact that when her mom called and said, listen, I have to go over to 
the studio at Ed Sullivan, there's some band, the Beatles, and my wife said, no, she had never heard of them. She didn't go. She could have been there. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> hey, you're listening to today's Homeowner Radio. A little bit of um, looking back on some of the things that's happened over the years. We'll share more of that with you as we wrap up the show over the next four weeks. But right now, we're going to get back to home improvement right after this short break. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to today's Homeowner Radio. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Pavestone, creating beautiful landscapes, and by Quickrete Cement and Concrete Products. It's what America's made of. And welcome back to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show, where it's time for our best new product segment brought to you by The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Now, if you've ever heard the term elbow grease, you probably know it translates into hard work that isn't very much fun. So Ryobi is trying to take some of that elbow grease out of the simple cleaning chores with their new 18-volt one plus cordless power scrubber. Now imagine how much easier cleaning would be with a scrub brush spinning at high speed. Now this tool does that to help you power through tough stains and grime and the brush has a unique triangle connection that allows you to swap between soft, medium, and hard bristle brushes. The tool itself is protected from wet environments with a IPX7 water resistant rating which means it can be submerged for up to 30 minutes. And of course, it works with the OnePlus batteries you already have. So for more information on this Ryobi OnePlus 18-volt power scrubber, log on to homedepot.com. I have one of these that oh, I, just, I oh. just received, and I was going to uh, let my wife try it out on my boat. And uh, to see, oh, oh boy, I hope she's not listening. I'll just, I'll get cracked in the back of the head with a rolling pin, you know? No, with the, with the power scrubber. Yeah, with the power. Get, hey. <laughs> hey, let's get right back to the today's Homeowner Hotline. Stacy's on the line from California. Stacy, welcome to the show and uh, tell us what's going on around your house. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Um, Good. I came home the other day, a couple weeks ago, and I found a hole in my front window. Um, it's a weird kind of hole, it's like a perfect circle. And I have asked some of the guys for estimates, like what they think happened. They seem to think it was just a rock coming through the window. It almost looks like it was just cut. I was wondering if you guys have any ideas what could have caused that. There's no spidering, no nothing. Well, I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you called about this one, and and we did see the pictures, and we're a little yes. baffled. You know, the first thing I think about is that ratty little kid that with the baseball that uh, that <laughs> hit it perfectly there. It's about the size of a baseball, but you're right; it looks like someone took a glass cutter and essentially just cut a round circle out of that. Did Did you find any of the glass debris, or by chance, a uh, baseball? <laughs> I didn't find anything. There's a lot of ivy underneath my window, so I wasn't mm -hmm. able to really tell if there was a rock or a big stick there. The glass debris was stuck in between the two windows. It's right. double-paned, mm -hmm. so there were pieces in between there. There was no, like, entry into the house because it was, of course, right. blocked by the back window, um, but it just was so crazy to me and it was right in the middle of the window it's not like it was hidden or something like right i don't know 
Yeah, because usually when something impacts like a baseball or a rock or something like that, because it could easily have been a rock that was thrown when lawnmower came uh, through there and that kind of thing. But um, usually that will split the glass because it's not tempered glass. Uh, many windows are tempered glass that are near doors or things like that. But this one obviously is not, or it would have shattered the entire thing. What do you think, Joe? Do you think you think it's just simply a rock hit it and it just happened to, you know, um, break in this uh, perfectly round fashion? Yeah, Stacy, we, we don't get stumped often, but I must say I'm I'm just at a loss, um, especially since it didn't go through both panes. So it would have been just hard enough to crack the outer pane. Okay, I can understand that, but why is it a perfectly round hole just in the outer <laughs> pane? Like Danny yeah. said, it looks like someone came up with a glass cutter and decided to cut a hole perfectly round all. Um, usually, I mean, there are reasons that windows just crack on their own. Sometimes it's thermal stress or that if it's a large or a really large window, there's certain, the frame will bend a little bit and it might crack. Um, but a perfectly round hole like that, I, I have, I have no idea. I mean, the, the repair though, is they have to replace the entire thermal pane. You know, the, the two panes will come out, they're sealed. There's a gasket that goes between them. And just like when, the, the thermal properties is, is breached and sometimes people get like fog, like condensation in between the panes. It's because the air leak has, has failed. Well, there's nothing to do. You know, you're never going to repair it. So they just take out a glazier will come and just replace the entire window, not the window frame, but the glass that both pieces come out and new pieces will come in. That, that's, I mean, you're going to have to do that anyway, regardless of why this happened. But yeah, that, that, is, that is strange. I guess you could take it out and turn it around. Put it, put, no, you put, it, put it back in, then wait, <laughs> then wait to see if it happens again. But, um, but I, I guess obviously, if they're going to take it out, they'll bring you a new one. Um, but yeah, that, that is, I must, I must say, we are at least yeah, I am stumped little, on that one. That's a little odd on that, Stacey. But as Joe said, it's a, a matter of replacing that panel, and those guys can make it look so easy when they do that. But, uh, uh, that's it's a good mystery. If you if you get to the bottom of it, let us know because we'll be scratching our head until we figure it out. Will do. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, Stacy. <laughs> All right, you take care. Thanks so much for being with us. Have a great week. You too. Bye bye. Yeah, that I've never for, for those who haven't seen the photographs, it's a perfectly round hole like Danny said about the size of a baseball in just in one pane. Yeah. It makes happen. you it makes you almost wonder if there's a grain in glass. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, if it's turned a certain way, it's going to split a certain way. I I'm really but not why sure. Why would a round glass round piece of glass pop out? I can yeah. see it cracking uh, or spidering or splitting or yeah. pitting. That's yeah, but one more mystery we find out about them all the time. Hey, we'll get a quick email in here. Okay. John from Columbia, Missouri says, Hey, Danny and Joe, I hope you can help me with a rather strange problem. My toilet will occasionally flush itself, even though no one is in the bathroom. It only happens when the, to uh, the one toilet in our half bath. None of the other toilets have this problem. It's particularly creepy to hear the toilet flush in the middle of the night. Any idea <laughs> why this is happening? Of course, Joe, um, Halloween is over with. There shouldn't be any ghost flushing in the house. So what do we tell John in what he needs to check here? Yeah, it's often called phantom flushing because the toilet does indeed just flush itself. And that's usually caused by a very slow leak that you wouldn't notice by just standing in the bathroom or using the toilet as you normally would. But a slow leak, the water very slowly drains into the 
into the bowl and then it just flushes and that it's not it's sort of like a very slow motion of pressing down the handle um so basically you have to replace the flapper that's the easiest thing the flapper is that round rubber gasket looking thing at the very bottom of the toilet tank inside the tank and it goes it goes up and down lets water in and out so uh just replace that and if you want to verify that and to have a little fun get some um red or say green uh food color take your tank right. lid yeah. off drop just a few drops in there and then look in the bowl and if it's leaking, which it sounds like it is, you'll see it uh, filter right out into the bowl and you'll know it's time to replace the flapper. Like Joe said, fairly easy fix and one that'll save you a lot of money on water. Hey, you're listening to today's Homeowner Radio. When we come back, we're going to give you a few tips on how to be a little more comfortable this winter. We'll be right back. You're listening to today's Homeowner Radio. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Wizard Screen Solutions. Find out more at wizardscreens.com. And welcome back to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show. Danny Lipford here along with my co-host Joe Truini. And uh, through, uh, throughout the last few weeks, we've been wanting to share with you a few things to help you be more comfortable during the winter. And one thing is uh, pretty obvious, but you just might not think about is maybe it's time to buy some nice throw rugs. You know, throw rugs can be great accents and can improve the look of a home. But there's a lot of places in the house that might be on those cold mornings nice to be standing on a rug instead of cold ceramic. Yeah, I was going to say, especially porcelain tile, ceramic tile, hardwood even, which is why a lot of people, even if they don't like carpeting per se, they like it in the bedroom because you get out, you don't want to stand on a cold surface no matter what the floor is. But yeah, and a area rug is the way to do. I mean, we in a kitchen, I bought basically a runner just to put in front of the the cabinets where the sink is just so you're not standing on that cold surface and plus it protects the floor um so adding rugs um you know wherever you need them and they're pretty affordable these days the last few i've ordered i've ordered online and they they custom cut them length and you know whatever width they are so yeah it's like especially if you walk around barefoot a lot of people walk around barefoot in their house i don't but my wife does so having rugs um strategically placed um can really keep your feet warm and they always say danny if your feet are warm your body stays warm Exactly. You know, and and another thing that you can do to really um, be more comfortable this winter and save a little money along the ways is to think about how you can really tighten up the envelope of your home. I suggest you go over to duckbrand.com, check out all the very do-it-yourself friendly products that they have that you can do a little at a time. It doesn't cost much money, but it can have a big impact, not just on your energy bill during the winter, but also all year long. It is one of the best ROIs on money that you can spend on your home because you're not spending much, you're not spending much time, but you'll get back residuals on it each and every day. Um, All of this information brought to you by our friends at Duck Brand. Let's go back to our emails. If you want to send us an email, you can send us an email with a question, a comment, a thought, any kind of reflection that you might have by going to todayshomeowner.com slash ask. This came in from Maureen and um, Arlington Heights, Illinois. I've been there. I actually have a story I could tell about that one day. Hi, Danny. We just had a new vanity installed in our master bath, which I absolutely love, except for one thing. The cabinet doors have spring-loaded hinges that slam closed, making a very loud wood-on-wood clapping noise. The laundry room is right next to our infant daughter's bedroom, and she's a real light sleeper. I put rubber bumpers on the doors, but the noise is still way too loud. You know, should I replace the hinges, or do you have any other solutions? 
resolution. Thank you so much. And very sweet for her to say, good luck on your retirement. We'll all miss you. Thank you, Maureen, for for that. Um, Joe, I wonder on something like that. I mean, I know what she's talking about. Yes. You know, instead of the, you know, it's the assisted closing hinges, not the soft closing hinges. I'm wondering if maybe that's what she should do. Even though it's a brand new vanity, it might be a very inexpensive way just to simply buy um, a slow close hinge. It'll ease that door closed, keeping the little little baby nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point that don't get confused by self-closing hinges or self-close, in this case, self-closing doors. That's different than the soft close. These are self-closing in that you push them like halfway or whatever, and the the spring kicks in, and they, as Maureen discovered, they slam shut. Um, You you could replace the hinges, but Danny, this is such a problem that they actually have invented, I think they're just called uh, door dampeners. Mm. And it's a little device. It's about like three quarter inches square, not even, and two or three inches long. And you mount it on the inside door frame, the face frame. Yeah, like right in the middle of the door. And it has like a little plunger that sticks out. And when the door closes, it hits this little plunger, and the plunger just very slowly retracts, and the door won't slam. Now, there are a few different types. The ones that I've installed by a company called Rock, R-O-K. What I like about those, they're a little more expensive. I think they're like three bucks a piece. You can get them for like a dollar a piece. But what I like about the Rock ones is that it has an adjustable screw on it. Because if it's a big door or a small door, you know, heavy or light, you can adjust it. You just twist it. Um, I think you just twist it with your hands and with your fingers and it adjusts it so it, it'll prevent that from slamming. So I would I would get those and you don't have to worry about waking up your child. And also, if you have teenagers, you can say, there, try to slam that door a little further. <laughs> well, if you have Danny Lipford in your house slamming yeah, doors. that's you, right. Yeah, Come yeah. through like a bull, but you can... Uh, <laughs> you can slamming uh, toilet lids and yeah, vanity books. I know it. Everything needs to be soft clothes. It needs yeah, to, yeah. you know, it's it's child-proof and, you know, uh, uh, rambunctious adult-proof. All, well, all what happens is important. you... Right. Well, if you live in a house long enough with a soft closed toilet or soft closed door or drawer, you just assume every place is like that. And of course, you'd go and slam the toilet lid and you realize that, wait a minute, it's not soft closed. You know, like you go to a restaurant that doesn't have one, you go and right. you, you come out and, and the guy's saying, why are you mad? What happened? Why are, why are you so mad? You're making so much noise. So Because it's Joe. not soft clothes. That's why I'm mad. <laughs> hey, Joe, what about that simple solution? You got one saved up for us, don't you? Yeah, coming up in a minute. How to keep your live Christmas tree alive a little longer throughout All the holidays. All right. All of that and a whole lot more. Very timely if you're getting that Christmas tree up. Hope the holidays are going well for you. Uh, We um, are looking forward to being with you through the end of the year. And we look forward to sharing with you a simple solution when we come back right here on today's Homeowner Radio. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Duck Brand Weatherization Products. Well, it's that time for our simple solution of the hour. My buddy Joe Truini is ready to serve it up. What do you have, Joe? All right, Danny, here's how to keep a live Christmas tree fresh throughout the holidays. As soon and there's the trick. As soon as you get the tree home, immediately when you get home, take a hand saw and cut, or you can use a reciprocating saw, and you might cut like two or three inches off the trunk end. And then drill a hole. I usually drill a quarter inch or three eighth inch diameter hole straight up through the center of the trunk. So you're drilling it straight up into right in the middle of the trunk, straight up into the tree. Then immediately place the tree in some water. Even if you're not carrying it at the house, set it in some water. Then go and prep wherever you're going to be putting your tree and get your tree stand ready. And then 
take the tree in and put it in the stand and, of course, fill it with water. And what this does is, and by the way, this works whether you're buying a pre-cut tree or even a tree you cut at a tree farm. Because once you cut it, you know, even if the tree farm's relatively close, by the time you get it home, it might be 20 or 30 minutes or longer. What happens is that sap comes out, starts to harden, and it prevents that fresh cut from absorbing water. So you'll stick it in the water and you'll realize like two days later, the water hasn't gone down. Well, that's the reason. So you get a fresh cut and drilling a hole also helps the trees suck up the water. Um, and so, and again, regardless whether you buy a pre-cut or a fresh cut, you know, try this and you'll see it'll last throughout the whole season. Even if you have like a 20-foot tree that Danny tries to squeeze into a 16-foot high ceiling in his home. It'll work. You might have to cut off a little more, but it will work. I remember seeing that photograph last year. Oh, this my giant tree laying on its side, outside, yeah. of course, trying, Danny trying to figure out, how am I going to get this in the house? I know. And I had my jackhammer out, starting to jackhammer the floor <laughs> out so I could lower it down in there. Yeah, we're uh, we're, we're, we're kind of curtailing her, um, her her buying these large trees. So we, yeah. we, we I say 10, 10 foot now, not 12 foot. So yeah, we're doing, 10 foot. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you what, it is absolutely amazing, you know, how much water a tree can consume, especially yep. when you first get it up. And this isn't only about making sure that tree lasts a long time. It doesn't shed as many of the needles and everything. But it's also about safety. It's so important to make sure because it's unbelievable what happened every year someone neglects right. watering the tree and then the slightest little um, flame or anything can cause a, almost an explosion these trees are incredible how they'll blow up like that um, and so yeah so make sure you do that make sure you keep everything nice and safe and be real careful uh, with any of the lighting that you're doing around the holidays right. yep. making check sure the wires right? check the wires make sure nothing's yep. frayed make sure you're not overloading any circuits um, watch out for the kids. Make sure they're not over there playing with this new thing that's in the house. All of that uh, is really something we have to be paying attention to throughout the holiday season. Hey, we'll always like to remind you of how you can see all the many episodes of the Today's Homeowner Television Show. It's pretty simple and most likely one of the streaming apps that you're currently looking at now. You can search for Today's Homeowner and find it there like Roku, Pluto, Freevee, LG TV channels 476, and many, many others. How can you find out all of the roster of platforms that you can watch it on? Simply going to todayshomeowner.com slash stream. Joe, it's absolutely amazing how the audience uh, on our streaming platforms is getting really close to how big our audience was wow. on national television because, I mean, people are really that's gravitating amazing. towards streaming. That's why we kind of, uh, you know, for other reasons too, but to take our business in that direction because it seems to be something that's growing and growing and We've got a lot of shows to watch. 25 years worth of episodes. Yeah, I think we've gotten to the point where people want to watch what they want to watch when they want to watch it. They want to mm -hmm. wait for it to air at a particular day and a particular time. And that's the one of the great things about these streaming services is you watch them on you know, your phone, on a laptop. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be home in front of a TV at a specific time. So, yeah, I think those audiences are going to continue to grow. And also, if you're, you know, about to remodel your bathroom, uh, looking for some curb appeal ideas, you can go in and search for those particular uh, titles and that particular content so that you can see uh, exactly what you would like to see when you want to see it is pretty cool. Again, that's todayshomeowner.com slash stream. Well, that pretty much wraps up the first hour of today's Homeowner Radio. Danny Lipford here, along with my buddy Joe Truini. Thanks a lot for spending some of your busy weekend with us here on today's Homeowner Radio. We'll see you soon.